I don't know. I'm seeing a guy. I, I told you, I'm seeing, uh, you know, Che Guevara is winning in Nevada. All right. Thank you, Jay. Uh, thank you, Howard. Big fans of the CCC days. Right. Oh, my God. My WCCC. That was my first big radio job, you know, where I was the morning man. Yeah. It's a religious station now. You got to hear this. One of the stations I loved when I was coming up, when I was a student in Boston, I used to listen to this little station in Worcester, Massachusetts, WAAF. I, re- I opened up the um, radio trade papers this weekend. Uh, WAAF being sold to the religious. Uh, yeah, the religious uh, companies are buying up all the stations. How much Christianity is required? I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, obviously, it needs to be on a lot and all day. These are major stations. Ten million bucks it sold for. That's PLJ it. PLJ went religious. Who did? Wasn't it PLJ? Did PLJ go religious? You're kidding me. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I haven't listened to radio, you know, regular terrestrial radio. I don't know how long it's been. I think since we've been here at Satellite. Yeah. It's dead. It's over. They're, they're buying these religious stations. And, you know, listen, you know what's going on. The, 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 the assholes who, uh, are completely brainwashed. They, 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 they're saying, Hey, this is a good investment for $10 million. I guarantee we'll get 50 out of these fucking lunatics. Oh, yeah. Cause they ask, you know, not only do they have the right to sell commercials, but they ask for donations. Yeah. They're probably all run as nonprofits. Yeah. Super cheap price. 10 million. Yeah, you know, radios used to radio stations used to cost a lot of money. Not anymore. Yeah, the new owners like, yeah, we we'll put up ten million dollars and we're going to fleece those rubes that think God is real. Direct access. Direct access to rubes. <laughs> Very profitable. <laughs> I tell you. Next contract, I'm going religious. I'm going to be Father Stern. Mm. It's crazy. I mean, look, you know me. You gotta be a temp preacher. You can't be Father Stern. I don't say there's no God. I don't say there is a God. I don't know what there is out there. Is that what you're gonna preach? No. (laughs) Are you crazy? I was gonna say, you're not gonna make any money. No, I'm gonna be like, oh man, you better send me some money so I can spread the word. (laughs) I'm gonna just sell you, I'm gonna sell like rosary beads, food buckets, you name it. Rosary beads aren't what you need. No. Food buckets. Food buckets and also special magic beads that'll protect you. Well, you call them special magic beads. You don't call them (laughs) rosary beads. No. Talk to God beads. There you go. All right. And then, uh, and then I'll blame coronavirus on gay people, and I'll be the most <laughs> successful religious broadcaster That's on the right. planet. That's right. This here coronavirus is spread through gay bats. <laughs> Do then gay Chinese people eat it? Gay snakes. Gay snakes. <laughs> and and don't forget, blowing dudes causes a tsunami. <laughs> tsunami. <laughs> Are you kidding? Can you imagine my religious broadcast? I know what to say. Oh, I know you do. Blame every pro- tragedy on uh, gay people. Then but you, you got to know the Bible. You got to quote those, you know, you got to get a verse that says something about hating somebody right, and right. killing them. And then you go to town. Deuteronomy says, <laughs> and then just blame gay people. <laughs> and then they send you millions of dollars. Oh, my goodness. They can't get the pities out of that jar fast enough. This earthquake... Is a direct, and I'm going to talk like this. <laughs> now, you know as well as I do that tornadoes are caused by watching pornography. I don't have to spell it out for you. 
pornography is an epidemic. I've told you in the past, and I will tell you again to the to the skies turn gray, that this sexual act called 69 <laughs> leads to the 10 plagues. And you know what those are. The 10 plagues. Lice, death of the firstborn, <laughs> and so on and etc. Now let's get real. We are at an all-time high for fellatio. We are at an all-time high. <laughs> now, you think it's a coincidence that two guys had anal sex, and next thing you know, Kobe Bryant is dead. You don't tie those two together? And this whole new sexual activity known as a rim job? You don't think that leads to these earthquakes? Put the connections together. And if you can't put the connection together, well, then you send me money and I'll put it together for you. <laughs> you dig? Now, come on. These aren't things I have to keep reminding you about. And, you know, they say so-called global warming. Now, I'm laughing when I say that global warming. Because you know what that is. All this hot, sweaty, gay sex. You don't think that's heating up our universe? <laughs> Jesus never condoned two men heating up the planet like that. Now, last weekend I expressed to you my concern that this so-called Greta Thunberg is a time-traveling demon. <laughs> now, so many of you have written me, praise Jesus, and so many of you, and by the way, let me just give the call letters to our station, WAAF and WCCC. Thank you. <laughs> WAAF, that used to play that horrible rock and roll music. WCCC, that used to employ Howard Stern, a, a known Satan worshiper. <laughs> now, what, let's talk about the environment today, since everyone's so concerned about the environment. Now, every time boys kiss each other, okay, the earth gets one degree hotter. <laughs> the heat from this kind of activity. I was talking to a, a, a former, uh, I cured a gay boy the other day. He now loves women. And I'll send you a pamphlet if you send me some money about how to cure your children of being gay. We can do it. It's <laughs> well, been done. Music. Thank you. That's me playing. <laughs> While you talk. And my troll Fred is on the piano right now. <laughs> you know, ladies and gentlemen, God bless this radio station, WAAF, that brings me and my Christian message every day. Christian message is this. We're talking about the planet, if you just tune in. The so-called flooding, earthquakes, and, 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 and the global warming, and how we stop it. People say to me, uh, write me in, Reverend Stern, what caused the Australian wildfires? Why? Why, are, why did all those animals die? Why did, why did it burn? 
The answer is simple. Two men eating ass <laughs> can cause this type of decay of our planet. Who says people should eat each other's assholes if they're of the same sexual persuasion? Ass streaks. Now, God does not like the homosexual, but he loves when you send me money. And that's what you got to do so I can keep spreading this kind of rubbish. You understand? You need words. I mean word. Thank you. <laughs> now, people say to me, Reverend, how does gay translate into forest fires? <laughs> and that's what I'd like to discuss today over this fine airwave, WCCC, AM and FM, formerly a great rock and roll station, and WAAM. Okay, let's get down to it. You came looking for your devil music? Well, it's gone. <laughs> oh, yes. God hated that. <laughs> By the way, 41 degrees and gayness is a disease. Mm. Uh, let's get back to our regular program now. Uh, rubbing gay penises together is like rubbing two giant pieces of wood together <laughs> under the earth's surface. And it causes a fire, a great fire. <laughs> say, say it. Now, another thing I want to address is I don't want you to listen to Jim Baker anymore because he's full of shit. <laughs> but I'm real, okay? People are upset about these Australian fires, but, you know, koalas are bi-curious. They actually have sex with uh, males, male-on-male on male sex, and they had it coming. What do you think? They had it coming. Yeah. The koalas. <laughs> That's why they all burned up. Because of uh, uh, they were rubbing their penises together and it caused a forest fire. That's how that started. <laughs> I like this. So much easier than doing a, the kind of show we do, Robin. Uh, yeah, I like. I, w I can't wait to see how long it takes to come around. And I'll take calls. People are telling you. That the koalas were having sex, and that's why the Australian fires happened. Reverend Stern. Yes, yes. Hello, my son. I should make up a voice. <laughs> Reverend Stern, I listen to your broadcast on WAAF every day. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Praise Jesus. And have you sent me money? Yes, I have. I, I certainly have. Well, you're a good man. Thank you for doing that. I'm going to send you uh, my T-shirt. My own line of uh, fire retardant Jesus T-shirts, <laughs> because uh, you're going to need them when uh, the global warming from 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 gay dicks rubbing each other. Yes, Reverend. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> what a radio station. W A A F. God, can you imagine? Reverend, why, it just seems like God is getting more and more angry with us. Why? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I'm that. glad you asked that. <laughs> <laughs> now, put yourself in God's shoes. You know, most people don't do that anymore. When I was a young man, I was taught, put yourself in God's shoes. Imagine you're God, and you up there in the sky, and you up there like, 80 bazillion feet up in the sky. But at some point, you was up in the sky. And you're God. And you look down on your planet. 
the earth. How do you think God feels when he looks down from heaven and he sees a man's face buried in another man's asshole? How do you think he feels about that? Don't you think that makes him crazy? He went and created beautiful lakes and oceans and resorts and pyramids and trees. You ever try to invent a tree? Well, God did all that for us. And then what are you doing with it? You're burying a man's face in another man's ass. That can't be. Now, I got to do a commercial. Uh, this here commercial going to help you when the when when the Armageddon hits. <laughs> when God really decides to punish us for all this gay activity. Tsunami. It's going to happen. You see what happens when a man's tongue touches another man's tongue. A volcano erupts. Now, for $1,099.99, you can get 10 pounds of delicious, delicious powdered pasta that's going to last you a powder lifetime. Pasta. Powder pasta. Oh, that sounds delicious. The sauce, the noodles, everything is in one powdery bag. <laughs> and you're going to boil that and you're going to eat it when it happens. But now back to our show. Please send me $1,099 for that bucket. Now, let's get back to the real problem, that RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> You've seen it, and you know that is produced by the devil himself. You know it. If, you, if you're acting like you don't know why there's tornadoes and earthquakes and tsunami. Tsunami. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Look at the great tragedies. When them dinosaurs all got wiped out. People was teabagging each other. <laughs> I mean, putting a man's balls on another man's nose. And then God punished us by getting rid of all them flying dragons. You know, every time grown men hold hands, a baby explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when the dinosaurs were wiped away? That was 5,000 years ago, and I know about it all. All right. Anyway, that's what's on WAAF now. Oh. What a great radio no station. I think, is WBCN religious too? Really? I, I mean, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Well, you know something terrible is happening in this country. How much religion do we need? When all of these people need this kind of comfort. What the heck is going on? I remember I was on in Detroit and there were like three country stations at one point. I was like, how much country music do people need? <laughs> I mean, how much religion do we need? All right, listen, I've, I'm way behind already. I didn't even want to come in today and I haven't stopped yapping. <laughs> you didn't want to come into that. Look at this. WPLJ is currently the 23rd rated station in New York City with a 0.9 share. That means 0.9 share means because of Nine. the statistical errors, there could be zero people listening to that. That's right. Nine. How are they existing? Because I'm telling you, they're probably a nonprofit and they live on donations. Mm. And that one person Ugh. is donating over and over again. It's an outrage. <laughs> All right. I, I tell you what, I got to take a break. And when I come back, I've got a million things to get to, including uh, I'm going to see how good you are at uh, identifying which animals are fucking. All right. 
And by the way, we're changing the name of this company to Sirius XM Pandora Jesus, because we're <laughs> going to get into some religious broadcasts. All right, we'll be back. Well, we have religious yeah, channels. We got the Christian channel. Everyone we got the Catholic it. channel. Catholic, Catholic. That's hardcore. All right, we'll be back right after these words. Things are going to open up. God's Spirit's going to begin to move again in America. I believe that with all my heart. Something moved in here a minute ago. I felt it when it moved in. Thank you, Lord, for the victory. The Howard Stern Show. I like it. You know, at least religious guys had to learn, like, Latin and things. Not these guys. Not the, these guys are so lazy and dumb. <laughs> they just make up gibberish. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> booey. <laughs> booey. All right. What is this? Hydro. That's what you can do. Baba booey. Baba booey. Baba booey. Baba booey. Mama monkey. Hydro. Guess who is hydroing? You are. Reverend Stern. That's well, right. I wanted to talk to you about that. Go ahead. Talk to me. First of all. Um, Thank you. Is it a sturdy machine? Yes. It's a beautiful machine. In fact, you could put it in your living room and it looks like a work of art. Is it easy to use? Biz- it is bizarrely easy. So it you is- don't need any. There's no learning curve. No, no. In fact, what I'm doing now is because I have hydro. Now, now picture your beautiful rowing machine, very modern looking piece of equipment, uh, very easy to use. They, you do the factory preset, and like you don't have to change any hit any oh. dials or anything. And then you have the TV screen at the end of the rowing machine that you're rowing with an expert. And this week, I did a class mm-hmm. where the guy just went through. A slow roll with you to get your form perfect. Ah, like because a, what I'm looking for is some beginner level. Oh, every time I get on it now, it says recommended. They can tell I'm a, a slouch. They go <laughs> recommended for you. 15 minutes just using your legs on the rowing machine to learn that part of it. Uh-huh. And it's instructional and it's fun and it gets you moving. And yeah, I, I'm doing it. I'm on hydro. Uh-huh. Look at me and look uh-huh. at my body. And you enjoy doing it. I do. Look, at first I go, I don't want to get on a rowing machine. Then I get on and the guy starts yapping away. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do this. If I had to go on a rowing machine without the instruction, I'd be done in 30 seconds. Okay. Like with this, I'm on at 15, 20, 30 minutes, you know, doing it. And you notice changes in your... <laughs> I mean, uh, look at the way you're looking at me. <laughs> barely keep well, you... I always look at you that way. Yeah, I mean, your mouth is hanging open. You're, <laughs> you're almost eating me up with your with your eyes. <laughs> I'm Order devouring a, you. You're devouring mind. me. Order a Hydro today. Go to Hydro.com. Enter promo code 100. Receive a pair of Bose headphones and a mat for your Hydro with your order. Go to Hydro.com. Promo code 100. Start your Hydro journey today. Okay. Now you can do me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for calling. This is the inside of an automated answering system. Your small business lifeline to the outside world. Your call is important to us. Miles of wires and circuits working in concert to answer and route millions of calls flawlessly. Please listen carefully as our menu has changed. A miracle of telephonic innovation, except for one thing. It doesn't give up about your callers. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. What are you really saying to the customers who can't reach a real person? Rediscover the lost art of human interaction with Ruby, the team of live receptionists who set you apart from your competition by handling all your calls with the perfect mix of friendliness and professionalism. 
Try Ruby risk-free with our money-back guarantee. Visit ruby.com. Or better yet, call us, 844-900-RUBY. Listen up. Sexual dysfunction isn't just a man thing. One in ten premenopausal women suffer from frustrating low libido, also known as HSDD. That's a lot of women in your cycle class just spinning their wheels. Treating sexual dysfunction isn't just a man thing either. Meet Addie, the first and only FDA-approved non-hormonal pill for acquired generalized HSDD in premenopausal women. In other words, an FDA-approved pill for women frustrated by their low libido. And now, eligible patients can get started with Addie for $0 out of pocket. Ask your doctor or visit Addie.com slash 100 to speak with a licensed doctor today. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com slash 100. The most common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See full prescribing information, including box warning regarding low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at Addie.com slash PI. Ladies, add your desire back with Addie. That's ADDYI.com slash 100. Talking to Howard Stern has never been easier. Thanks to 8889-ASSHOLE, the easy-to-dial way to call the Howard Stern Show. But don't take my word for it. Listen to these testimonials from real Howard Stern Show callers. This is Bulls from Elwood, and thanks to 8889-ASSHOLE, I got to talk to Howard Stern about his dreams. Hey, uh, how frequently do you dream? I had a dream last week. I'm standing at a urinal, but I've eaten beets, and I'm start pissing, and it, my, my, my urine is so red, it looked like blood. <laughs> what the hell's so funny? Fuck you, Bulls. So what are you waiting for? Call 8889-ASSHOLE today. Operators and assholes are standing by. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash 100. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash 100. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash 100. ZipRecruiter.com slash 100. Finding the right life insurance could be fast and easy. Of course you do. Select Quote. Select Quote says they can independently shop up to 10 trusted life insurance companies to find you the right fit. You got to have life insurance. In fact, I took out a huge policy on Fred the other day. Oh. Yeah. Fred's covered. He's going to, he, yeah, he's going to cover my nut in my old age. <laughs> From, uh, no, no, I'm covered. I, I benefit when Fred dies. 
That's what I'm saying. Yes. He's now got an insurance policy, yes, he but does. it really benefits you. Yeah, I, I'm the sole uh, heir. <laughs> uh, from replacing income to paying now, off a mortgage. Now, if anything happens to Fred. Oh, I, well, hey, don't look at me. I didn't do anything. <laughs> from replacing income to paying off a mortgage to sending kids to college, they swear finding the right life insurance to bring you peace of mind. Yeah, according to select quote, I use select quote all the time because what I do is I try to take out life insurance on um, very old, um, like I had a huge policy on People Kirk you Douglas. People don't even know. People oh. I don't know. I took out a life insurance policy on <laughs> Kirk Douglas. <laughs> I made a fortune. Hedging your what bet. What are you saying? According this to, is the way you bet. That's the way I bet. According to select quote, they find you great rates with technology that instantly compares uh, and shops up to 10 highly rated companies like Lincoln Financial and Mutual of Omaha. And then they match you with the one that says is right for you. Select quote promises they can offer to find rates that are less than $1 a day. Select quote rules. They offer licensed agents that will answer all your questions and be with you every step of the way. They say it's easy, it's hassle free, and only takes a few minutes to get started. Get your free quote today. Call Select Quote at 1 800 967 3532 or go to getselectquote.com. 1 800 967 3532 or go to getselectquote.com. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors not available in all states. You gotta love Select Quote. Thank you. What a song. I hurt myself today. I can play this on guitar. To see if I still feel. Trent Reznor going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I believe. Yeah. Or whatever he called Nine Inch Nails, which is Trent Reznor. Do you think you could tell what animals are fucking? Probably not. Hmm. I mean, I don't stand around watching animals. If I give you, if I give you multiple choice. All right. All right. How's that? That's a better chance. I'm in a coma from streaming um, Love is Blind on Netflix. You watch it yet? Love is Blind? Uh, it's a dating show on Netflix. The reason I love it, a couple of reasons. A, you can stream it. My wife and I already buzzed through four episodes last night. I couldn't even get to bed. It was so good. <laughs> hey, you know who uh, You know who was the executive in charge at Netflix of that show? Who? Brandon Ree. Brandon, my buddy from America's Got Talent. Oh. He used to um, work for NBC left NBC because I think he felt like they weren't utilizing him enough. Uh-huh. He wasn't advancing up enough. This is a guy, University of Pennsylvania graduate. I said to him, dude, you got to make your move. So he moved over to Netflix, and now he's got this great show. It's called uh, Love is Blind. And what is what happens on Love is Blind? It's fucking awesome. Do they blindfold everybody? No, they stick you in isolation booths, and you, you, can, you meet girls, guys and girls meeting, but they can't see each other. And then they propose. Just after meeting? Yep. After, like, dating, but never seeing one another. And then they introduce them to each other for the first time when they see each other. And then and then now they're engaged. They're engaged already. And then they see each other. And it's remarkable because the people kind of gravitate to, like, even looks-wise, who they should be with. Really? It's fascinating. In the dark. In the dark. You know, I'm reading a book about human signs, and and they talk about the way we communicate that's beyond seeing and hearing. Do. 
like the hottest dude ended up with the hottest girl. Uh-huh. And like kind of like loserish kind of looking guys, but who are good guys, ended up with girls who were fairly, you know, they're okay. Uh-huh. They're not, they're, and everyone's thrilled with each other. Oh, I got to watch that. At least to see the human experiment. It's really good. And plus you get to, I, I, can't, I just want shows I can stream now. I'm in the middle of streaming, um, I think it's on Amazon. Al Pacino is a Nazi hunter. Yeah, I heard awesome. that's getting some controversy. People are upset with it for some reason. Upset? Yeah. Tell people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> upset. How are you upset? I mean, I haven't seen the whole thing yet. I only watched the first episode and I'm hooked. And this Bachelor is the greatest show on television. See, I get an advanced copy. I saw it tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> if you don't watch tonight. Look, they're this not guy... trying to find him a, hus- a wife. Listen to they me. They just get a bunch of wackos together. This show should really, anyone in it should be put in a mental institution. First of all, these guys are nuts. They're on TV, right? You're The Bachelor. You're on TV. You can't, when you get it down to three or four women, you can't fuck all of them and then not expect people to know about it. People, the girl's parents are watching. Right. These guys think they're going to go on TV. They're going to fuck all the girls. They know which one they're going to pick. By the time you get down to three girls, you know which one you want. You know you who understand? you really right, like. Exactly. Yeah. But you figure, hey, it'll be like my bachelor party. I'll fuck the other two. And then imagine telling a girl, you fucked. I'm breaking up with you. Right. And you you're fucked her on TV. You're not the one. Yeah. Even I, though I fucked you, you're and, not and, the one. And you know you're going to come off like a dirtbag. <laughs> and you know that the girl that you're going to marry isn't going to put up with you because you fucked other girls right when you were going to propose. How could you propose to a girl after the night before you fucked someone? This is the greatest show on television. It's another between that debate. And The Bachelor, I can't even, I can't sleep anymore. Your head's about to explode. Yeah, this is what keeps me up at night. I know, it's shallow, but that's the truth. What's the difference? I got a problem. But wait a minute, I even read, remember, was it, yeah, it was Bachelor in Paradise. Remember on Bachelor in Paradise this summer? Of course, I remember every episode. That a couple got married that had been on Bachelor in Paradise. They're already getting divorced. They're getting a divorce. That's right. All right, let me see how good you are at this. Maybe you'll be a good, because you surprise me once in a while. But the best part of the story of them getting a divorce, Howard, is they were trying for a baby while the marriage was falling apart. Well, a lot of people do that. A really good idea or strategy in marriage, if your marriage is falling apart, have a baby. Oh, and that might keep you together for a little while. Get see? out. Isn't that's that what all the terrible. Ex- that's not what the experts say? No. Oh, they say just the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here you go. You ready? Yes. All right. Let me see if I can make this happen. Should I do it in my game show voice? Yes. Really? Okay. (laughs) All right, Robin. I got offered another uh, game show to host on TV. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Evidently, when I do these on the radio, it gets people crazy. (laughs) You know, I turned down five hit game shows to be the host of this year. which ones they are. Now, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to hurt the feelings of the people who got it. But here's the thing. They even say to me, Howard, you could knock out a year's worth of these game shows in eight days. Yeah. You just have to put out eight days. You go in. But, I mean, you got to really, you got to knock out like three shows a day. Three? No, you got to do more than that. You're talking maybe five. Well, I I was in the conversation. I'm telling you they're lying to you. You're probably right. (laughs) 
And I was tempted by one of them <laughs> because one of these shows is one of my favorites. Oh. And uh, I was like, oh, shit. I should really do it. And then I went, you know what? I'm going to just bitch and complain. <laughs> Robin's going to see me on the air and I'm going to be fucking, I'm exhausted. I can't move. Man. And I just, you know what? For the good of the radio show, I turned them all down. One of these days I'll crack and you'll see me on TV. Oh, like, no. Doing my best Wink Martindale. Hi, everybody. <laughs> How you do? It's time for Let's Play Guess the Animal That's Fucking. I'm your host, Howard Stern. And over there is Robin, who is, I guess, the contestant. <laughs> For lack of a better word. That's right. I don't mean to label you. Where but are you from? <laughs> where are you from? Because the guy sitting over there is from Mars. I don't want to talk to him. Fred, you want to play too? Sure, why not? All right. Let's see who's better. Let's see who's better at it. Now we got a game. All right, so the game is called Guess the Animal That's Fucking. I'm going to play. It's simple. I'm going to play a clip of animals having sex, and you guess which animal it is. All right. Okay. This first one, I'm going to give you three different animals, and you tell me. Three different animals? Yeah. Like, in other words, is this a koala bear? Because you were just in Australia. Yes. And you know you would be an expert on that. Is this a chipmunk? Or is it a bat? Bats are in the news because the Chinese people yeah, uh, ate a true. few. And then we got the corona. Koala bear, chipmunk, or bat? You ready? Put your thinking cap on. Here okay. it is. These the, these animals are having sex right now. Here we go. I don't want to give you a clue right. yet, but uh, I had to jerk one of these things off <laughs> in order to you know get, get them that going. Sound. <laughs> you actually go and collect these sounds yourself. Yeah, these are actual sounds of animals in the wild having sex. Was now that a give me the list of all right? Possibilities again? Koala bear, chipmunk, or bat? Oof. Who goes first? You, Robin? I'm the lady. I go first. Ladies first. I'm going to say... I'm going to go out on a limb and say <laughs> bat. Bat? Oh, how do I get a tape of that? That's actually Sal's dad fucking a bat. <laughs> All right, Fred, what do you think? I'm, I'm locking chipmunk. All right, I'm going to lock you in on chipmunk, Fred. And I'm going to lock Robin in on bat. And guess who's right? Who? Miss Robin Quivers oh. is correct. It is a... These are two bats fucking. <laughs> See, what you're well, good at this. a lot of bats in Australia, too. That's right. Well, that's cheating. <laughs> Well, Fred, you're not up on the board, but uh, Robin yeah. is, and uh, that's good. very exciting. By the way, Fred, where, where, tell me, what are your hobbies? <laughs> All right, fuck <laughs> Sitting you. Sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here. You mean this doesn't work for you? It's just a hobby? It's a hobby. All right. All right, which animals do you think are fucking? Is this, are these bears, alligators, or jaguars? <laughs> Now, I'll give you a hint. They're in the reverse cowgirl position. <laughs> no, tell me again what, Bears, what animals. alligators, or jaguars. Bears. 
What's your first thing? Let's go to Fred first. Yeah. I'm going to say Jaguar. All right. I'm going to lock you in on Jaguar. Robin, what do you think? Yeah, I was saying it's either bear or jaguar. Now, you can guess the same thing as Fred. Can I hear it one more time? Absolutely, Robin. Now, I will tell you, this this, this particular animal's pussy is taking a pounding. <laughs> is that a jaguar, alligator, or bear? Bear. All right, lucky and I'm bear. We got a game going. Fred's right. It's a jaguar. Oh. See, I thought you would have said jaguar because you can hear that kind of lion yeah, kind of growl. Yeah, but, you know, I was thinking, you know, maybe a bear doesn't make as much noise when it's having sex. It's too much thought, I put it. Be, I knew you were overthinking. <laughs> there it is. That Those are uh, two jaguars. So we have a score of one to one. I play it again awesome. for you, but I'm afraid Fred's going to come in his pants. <laughs> Anytime I play animals having sex, he gets he hard. He gets all excited. Yeah, he's weird. All right, are you ready, Fred? Good Let's for you. Go. You're on the board, one to one. All right, which animals do you think are fucking? Is this a mule? Are these chickens or are they geese? Mule, chickens, or geese? I think it's Robin. Hmm. That is one of the funniest sounds I've ever heard. <laughs> you don't sound like that when you have sex? <laughs> it's actually a trick question. I'm joking around. That was Oprah. That's that's oh. a, On this game show, every once in a while, we throw in a human. A human? Yeah, no, no. Here, listen carefully again. Is it a mule? Is it a chicken? Is it a geese? Is it a goose? What's your name, game show host? Howard. Oh, okay, Howard. I'm going to say that's geese. Nah, I don't want to be Howard. I want to be Miles. Okay, Miles. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I say it's geese. All right, I'll lock you in on geese. Fred, what do you say? Mule, chicken, or geese? I've fucked a chicken, so I'll say that's a goose. <laughs> you say you agree with Robin that yes. it's a goose. Well, you're both wrong. It what? is a chicken. Oh. Listen to that chicken fuck. I could have sworn that was a duck sound. the hell is that chicken fucking? <laughs> I think she's actually getting fingered here. But there you it's go. It's foreplay. Wow. What an Ooh. exciting game. It's still <laughs> one to still one. Tied. Yeah. By the way, my name is Miles. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool if I do actually take a TV game show and I change my name for it. <laughs> People are like, I thought that was like a... Uh, isn't that Howard? Isn't that... No, it's Miles. <laughs> Just one name, Miles. Okay, uh, which animals do you think are fucking? You ready? Okay. Is this a tortoise, a goat, or an elephant? Huh. Okay, here we go. Tortoise, goat, elephant. Robin, tortoise, goat, elephant. Miles, I say that's a goat. Okay, lock her in on goat. All right. uh, Fred, what do you say? I was going to say either JD or a turtle. 
Actually, I was going to say Alex Jones crying. Listen. <laughs> That's Alex Jones. Wow. What did you say, Fred? I said tortoise. You say it's a tortoise. Yes. And Robin, what did you say? I said goat. <laughs> Fred is now winning two to one. Yeah, it's a tortoise. That's a tortoise? That's right. Where are they putting these microphones? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one more. Okay. That's it. Two. You could either tie it up here or Fred's going to run away with the game. Well, I'm glad Fred is ahead in this game. By the way, isn't this fun for the whole family? <laughs> All right, which animals do you With think the are... the home game going up. Oh, they have a home game. <laughs> which animals do you think are fucking turkeys, pandas, or ponies? Oh. Turkeys, pandas, or ponies? A turkey, a panda, or a pony? That's a tough one. Jeez. I'm going with turkey. Right, I'll lock you in on turkey. Supposed to say Miles, I'm going with turkey. I'm sorry, Miles. (laughs) Just so people get used to my new radio name. I mean, my TV game show name. All right, what did you say you're locking in on? I'm locking in on turkey, Miles. Turkey, all right. Fred? I'm going to say turkey. Miles. Miles? <laughs> Sorry. So you're both saying turkey. Both saying turkey. That's a smart strategy on Fred's part because... Yeah, he's already ahead. That's right. Wow. Might be a hole in the game. <laughs> There's a strategy here. Well, you're both wrong. Those are oh. pandas fucking... Oh. You should have known. What's he fucking, a dog? (laughs) It seems like a dog got in the mess. (laughs) Alex Jones claims he never cried on the air. I have tape of it, Alex. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Howard, that clip you played is globalist trash propaganda. I've never cried on air, and I do not sound like a tortoise making love. Well, (laughs) that's you. That is, Howard, this is what the control corporate media does, and this is what they did to my friend Roger Stone when the anti-American chicken neck perverts locked him up. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're crying again. Howard, there's only one thing that can cheer me up right now. What is that? That would be hearing Hillary Clinton coughing the top five songs in the country. I need to eat the small white child. Oh my God, Hillary, no! No, stop eating all the children! Oh my God! Well, that wraps up this week's edition of... All right, Alex, so I'm not going to let you hijack my whole show here. From all of us at Hillary Cost the Top 5, we bid you adieu. <laughs> all right, thank you, Alex. There he is, Alex Jones. Did you cry? And from all of us here... 
And what animal is fucking? We say, I do. I'm your host, Miles. We'll be back right after these words. You didn't even tell Fred what he won. Yeah, what did I win? Oh, yeah. oh, right. Angel host, are you? <laughs> Oops. We're going to have you neutered <laughs> like a pet. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Oh, whoa. Look at this. I was about to read you the email from the fans, but... And, and some not-so-fans. But I see here... I wonder if this is real. That guy Scoot McNary's on the phone. Oh, really? The guy from uh, Narcos? Narcos. It's another show I watch on Netflix. I already yeah, finished it. Yeah, I started it. watching it since you told me it was back on. The only problem with that show is they didn't make enough episodes. It's very cool. You I don't finished know what, already? Oh, my God. I finished it in two days. This guy, Scoot McNary, plays Scoot. I should be Scoot McNary. That's a cool name. Yeah, that's your new game show name. Wish my fucking name was Scoot instead of Howard. How cool. <laughs> Who named him Scoot? Hi, everybody. This is Scoot McNary. Or did he play- name himself? You know, Scoot McNary with you, the Royal Bloods. Uh, coming at you, WNBC. Now, the problem with... Um, the problem with uh, Narcos Mexico, it's weird. Most of it's in subtitles because most of the drug dealers are Hispanic. Right. You know, they're from Mexico. They're Mexican. Yeah. And, uh, but it doesn't bother me for some reason. I couldn't get enough of it. And I was just like, you know, they, they put out all 10 episodes. At once. Yeah. And I just devoured them. It was so good. Let me, let me say hi to this dude. Have I seen you in anything else, Scoot? Hey, am I am I am I am I on air? Yeah, my buddy uh, Ryan O'Connell from Long Island. I heard last week was blowing me up on your show, and just wanted to call and calm the waters a little bit. Man, you're a cool dude. I, I like the way you look. Like I should he look like you. He has that interesting look, right? Yeah, you like you're not like Brad Pitt, but you you're kind of a good looking guy. If I was gay, I'd probably go for you. <laughs> Wow, uh, I would have to say uh, right back at you, buddy. <laughs> no, I doubt it. You don't know what to say when somebody says that to you. Yeah, what a compliment. <laughs> Scoot, yeah. is your real name Scoot? Uh, no, my birth name is John, but uh, I've been going by Scooter since I was a little kid. And then around, I don't know, junior cool. high or something, my buddy started calling me Scoot. Where'd you grow up? Just, I grew up outside of Dallas, Texas. And what, like, so they called you Scoot because you're cool or something? Uh, I wish that was the case. Um, they called me uh, Scoot. My pops called me Scoot when I was a youngster. And, uh, I mean, I did ride a scooter around, but it had nothing to do with that. Do you smoke cigarettes uh, in real life? Uh, yes, and that's something I'm diligently working on quitting. Because when I was watching uh, Narcos, I was like, damn, Scoot. He's smokes. always got a cigarette. He's always got a cigarette, and it's a cool part of your character, but I'm wondering, like, if that drove you crazy. Because if I wasn't a smoker and I had to do that, it would drive me nuts. Well, I feel like I've done, like, eight films or eight projects from the 80s, and so I'm constantly smoking. I like to jump into doing something contemporary so I can get rid of the, the nicotine. It says here in Wikipedia you got your nickname because you used to scoot around on your butt. Did you have, like, did you, were you like me? Did you have pinworms? No, <laughs> no, not, not that I knew of as a kid, but, you know, I had pinworms could have tackled that for me, you know, and not told me about it. I remember I was going around scratching my ass all the time and scooting around, but nobody thought to call me scoot. And then my mom goes, I'm going to bring you to the doctor. The doctor told me to shit in a box at home. <laughs> so I shit in the box and uh, there were like little little worms coming out of my duty. 
And no, uh, get out of here. Yeah, and I had get to take medicine here. for it because I, I got it from playing around in the mud. You might have pinworms, dude. <laughs> Are you still scooting? Yeah, are you still scooting around like this? Your butt itch, itch all day? Yeah, I try and keep a, an engine and two wheels underneath my butt, though. What's your story, though? You married? Uh, was uh, recently, uh, no longer anymore. Oh, really? But, um, yeah, but you know, me and the mom are are really close, really tight, and. Uh, I hear some dude laughing back there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is there someone else there? Yes, who's there with you? I'm uh, I'm at work, so I got about 80 people with me right now. What are you working on? Uh, I'm working on a project in Central America. Oh, do they have coronavirus there? Not yet. Good. Is that where you go to hide from the coronavirus? <laughs> so... Somewhere, yes. Yeah, I might join you. <laughs> Scoot, you uh, you did a great job on Narcos. I loved it. I mean, I couldn't, and, and like, you just were really, really good in it. I might, Maybe I'm saying Emmy here, even. Well, you know what, oh, whoa, Howard, whoa, when whoa, I was whoa, watching. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. Slow down. I'm just getting started. I'm telling when you. When I was watching the show, it occurred to me that I never hear Narcos mentioned in these award shows. Who knows? But, um, yeah, well, what's I your story? Say, How old are you? Uh, I'm 42. Right. And uh, and you've been hanging around for a while, huh? Oh, man. I did uh, 10 years of commercials from 2000 to 2010. Started doing movies and films and stuff around 2007. Scoot uh, recently starred in True Detective, Go yeah. Godless, and Halt and Catch Fire. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm digging you, man. You did a great job. How'd you get that job, by the way? You probably had a, like fight for it right i mean uh, everybody wanted to probably star in narco season two i mean howard you know entertainment hollywood you got to fight for every job did you did you actually audition for that uh i in in, in different shapes and forms yes that is extensive meetings with the showrunner eric newman for a good you know six months or something before the the job came to fruition you seem like a guy who could really beat somebody's ass in real life uh, not, maybe not anymore. You know, Howard, I try and steer clear of the gym. Really? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He seems like a tough guy. Well, yeah, he has that attitude. Like you don't want to mess with him. Yeah. Like I could never get that part being the guy who's a, you know, works for the DEA and I'm chasing narcos, you know, I, chasing narco, I, I, you know, I, I, I second, I, I, I don't know, Howard. I, I think you'd make an amazing DEA agent. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Yes. With my long mane of hair, I could go undercover. <laughs> You already are undercover. Yeah. I mean, it's a great show. Congratulations. Nice job. When you're meeting with the showrunner, do you have to act out how you would be this character? Um, uh, not really. I think it's more of him telling me what his ideas of the character are and sort of a collaboration from there. But uh. I mean, the, the, the show has such great writers and it's a, it's a well done show. So, I mean, I tip my hat so much to the guys running the running the show than more so of what I'm doing. So you're single now, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of hooking you up with Robin. Here we go. I mean, you're a little hey. young for her, but <laughs> she can handle you. Hey, hey. I'm serious. No, I, I know. I've seen Robin. Robin's a, a hot pot. Yeah. I mean, she, I'm going to be honest with you. She's a lot to handle. <laughs> But I, I don't. I don't yeah, maybe that. a little too much. Maybe, but you know, <laughs> you could probably do it. 
So, so, so now you're divorced, but you got a kid. Uh, yes, I have two lovely children. Oh, two. That, uh, yeah, me and my my uh, ex are raising uh, together and jointly. Well, that'll go uh, great. Well, how do you visit the kids when you're in Central America or somewhere? He's probably a better dad being in Central America. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> I get on a plane probably every Friday. Oh, uh-huh. wow. Wow. That's a lot oh, of work. Yeah. It is. Well, I, I don't want to push the Robin thing too much, but... Look, <laughs> the last guy, don't... I mean, I don't want to say anything uh, disparaging, Scoot, but the last guy he was trying to push me on is now in jail, in prison. Well, you so, wanted him, too. I, don't <laughs> no, answer, I didn't. I'll play you the tape. What? Did Robin send him to prison, or yeah. did he go... Robin, and Robin's great with kids, by the way. She'd be an excellent stepmother. And smells her own vagina before oh, sex. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm okay, telling okay. you, I'm just being honest. Um, but anyway, no, I, here's my prediction on you. I think okay. your career is going to blow up very big. I, I'm very impressed with you, Scoot. Well, don't jinx it, Howard. I see you dating maybe even a Miley Cyrus very soon. That's, Miley Cyrus? That's right. This hey, guy party in, the, party in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> no, but great job on Narcos uh, Season 2. I really, I love I loved what you did and... I was totally into it, and thank you for hey, calling. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Howard, and I love the show, man. I'm a big cool. fan. Thanks, Scoot. All right. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Later. That's Scoot McNary. We just happened to call in. I mean, I didn't know he was calling in. No. I'm Magooey. Here's a fact. Scoot played the guy in a wheelchair in Batman versus Superman. I'm trying to remember. That, oh, what a horrible movie. But I didn't hate it as much as you did. It wasn't great, though. No, right. it wasn't. I didn't even remember it, so I don't remember Scoot. Did you watch uh, the full Narcos yet? I haven't seen the whole thing. No, I've watched yeah. the first couple of episodes. You attracted to him at all? He's got a, he's got that thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of you. You're but, making me so wet. But, I mean, you don't do a real good job of selling yourself when I hook you up with these I'm guys. I'm not really what? in the market. Really? Nice young 42-year-old. I could see you like a vampire devouring him. <laughs> Fuck my tight little Sucking pussy. the life out yeah, of him. I could see you sucking the life out of that man's career and life. Yeah, I'll fuck you. <laughs> you know, Wendy Williams is looking for somebody, so maybe Scoot oh, can... Scoot and Wendy Williams? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'll turn him on to her. Okay, we got a lot of fan feedback. We uh, returned to the airwaves last week. Um, one of the things that really generated a shitload of commentary was this idea of what is the greatest TV show theme song of ah, all time. Well, I thought we determined it. Yeah, I think we did a pretty good job of determining it. The, the, here's, some, here's some feedback from the fans. Okay. Uh, this discussion was pure gold. On my way to work, I got to relive my entire childhood and <laughs> sing along to songs I haven't heard in years. I also couldn't believe that I still remembered some of the lyrics. Yeah, oddly enough, I, too, remember lyrics. I know. Why do you remember lyrics of TV theme songs? Yeah, because because they're just so, you know, I made the point that the Jeffersons theme song was the greatest theme song of all time. And uh, I think, I think, oddly enough, I actually proved my point. People seem to agree with me. In the email, they agree with you? Pretty much, yeah. Here, look. Howard is dead on. The Jeffersons is the greatest theme song, possibly the greatest song of all time. No, that's no. no. Come on. Come on. Calm down. 
someone said to me I, when I was, you know, I do limited walking around when I'm, you know, off the air. But someone said to me, what about Love Boat? I go, Love Boat was a great theme, but it wasn't better than it the Jeffersons. It wasn't better than the Jeffersons. I think that's one of those I could, you know, love, exciting and new. Come aboard, we're expecting you, the love boat. We'll be making another run. The love, excuse me, hold on a second, please. The love, I'm trying to see if I can retain the lyrics. <laughs> Have you, yeah. Anyway. Exciting and new, come aboard, yeah, we're expecting you, life's sweetest reward, life's sweetest reward, finding that special someone. You know, he used to do Love Boat all the time. I, I remember seeing Jay Thomas on there a couple of times. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. I, I, practically everybody did the Love Boat. Matt if Howard you Stern. had a TV show at that time, you know, your extra payday came from doing Love Boat. Well, let's be honest. I mean, if your career was kind of going down, you did the Love Boat. Or if it was just Well, starting. that's true. But also, you know, like Potsy would be, you know, right. it wouldn't be Ron Howard. It would right. be Potsy. Love Boat meant you were kind of potsy. <laughs> Love Boat was kind of like the Dancing with the Stars of its day. Yeah, but you could do it while you were doing your other TV show and All get right. an extra paycheck. Hey, there's Potsy falling in love. <laughs> it floats back to you. Hey, Howard. Hey, Joe. Excellent love boat scene. Thank you. Do you think <laughs> Do you think that either the love boat or different strokes could defeat the mighty Jeffersons? Mm, different strokes. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. Different strokes kind of sucks. What might be right for you may not be right for some. It's not that great. Love Boat's pretty great. You know, one of the ones we missed of the musicals wasn't, uh, was it Sanford and Son? Did we play No, we that played one? that. It's a, it was a, um, in the category of instrumental. Right. And then, um, what was the, uh, Freddie Prinze TV show? Chico and the Man. Chico and the Man was a song that was Jose Feliciano and, uh, was kind of a, a top 40 hit. Oh, was it? You got that one, Fred? Chico and the Man? Let's see if it's on the list. Yes, we do. Here we go. One, two, one, two, three, and. Pretty good. The sound of happiness. <laughs> Beth met Jose Feliciano the other day. Oh, yeah? He's still alive. Don't be discouraged. Chica. Chica. <laughs> right. Yeah, Beth, uh, hold on, Fred. 